Alarming new research finds a growing number of Australian workers are struggling to make ends meet. I'll show you those new stats next. I'm Brooke Coles and this is Ticker News. Now, from our headquarters at Ticker Park to the world, this is Ticker News. Hello and welcome to the program. It's great to have you with us today. Also coming up, how could the debt ceiling crisis really end? Our US reporter has the latest from New York Live in just a moment. But first, to developing news. A jury has found Donald Trump liable for sexually abusing advice columnist E. Jean Carroll. The jury awarded the writer almost $5 million in damages for the battery and defamation charges. Jurors rejected Carroll's claims that she was raped in a department store in the 1990s, but found Trump liable for sexually assaulting her. Trump chose not to attend the civil trial and was absent when the verdict was read. This judgment could haunt the former president as he campaigns to regain the White House. Trump immediately took to social media, claiming again that he does not know Carol and says the verdict is a disgrace and part of the greatest witch hunt of all time. Trump's attorney spoke to press just a short time ago, saying that Trump can't get a fair trial in New York City. Yeah, I mean, strange verdict. Um, this was a rape claim. It was a rape case all along and the jury rejected that, but made all the findings. So. Um, we'll obviously be appealing those other findings, but they rejected her rape claim and she'd always claimed this was a rape case. Um, so it's a little perplexing, but, um, you know, we move forward. Did you speak to Mr. Trump and what did he tell you? We've spoken, um, and we're ready to, you know, proceed, go forward. Obviously, you know, he's firm in his belief, as many people are, that he cannot get a fair trial in New York City, um, based on the jury pool. And, um, I think one could argue that that's probably a, an accurate assessment um, based on what happened today. Um, and, uh, you know, again, it's something that, you know, we're very confident on the appellate. Crucial U.S. debt ceiling talks have wrapped up in Washington as the clock is ticking with America headed for a default. For more, let's talk to Tigger's U.S. correspondent, Ronica Dudo, who's live for us in New York. Ronica, was any progress made on this major disagreement? Hey there, Brett. Well, President Joe Biden and top lawmakers met face to face on Tuesday as a debt standoff continues. Republican and Democrats are divided over raising the $31.4 trillion U.S. debt limit. The deadlock is threatening to push the country into an unprecedented default in just three weeks if Congress does not act. The president welcomed reporters as the meeting got underway. Take a listen. Folks, uh, welcome. I'm sure that uh, my colleagues and I will be saying things to you after this is all over. But in the meantime, just wanted to welcome you, let you know what we're doing. We're not going to take any questions now. We're going to get started. We're going to solve all the world's problems. Okay. The Oval Office meeting between President Biden and House of Representatives Speaker Kevin McCarthy ended just after over an hour with no immediate sign of any progress. Here is the press secretary speaking about what the Biden administration is seeking. We should not have House Republicans manufacturing a crisis on something that has been done 78 times since 1960. This is their constitutional duty. Congress must act. That's what the president's going to make very clear. 
Congress must avoid default without conditions, without conditions, as they did three times before in the last administration. Now, both sides say they will not agree to concessions to head off a default, which could happen as early as June 1st. Brett? Renika Dudari, thank you for those developments. Half of Australia's population are living paycheck to paycheck just to get by. Alarming new research by Finder suggests a growing number of Aussies are struggling to make ends meet. The survey found one in two Australians are living paycheck to paycheck. That's more than 6.9 million people unprepared to cope with the job loss, admitting they couldn't survive financially for more than a month if their income dried up. This means millions of Australians are living day to day, only able to make ends meet for a week or so should they become unemployed. Employed. Only 40% of people could live off their savings if they suddenly became jobless as well. This comes as Treasurer Jim Chalmers unveiled his second budget yesterday evening. The main focus, of course, of the budget is to reduce skyrocketing cost of living measures. Pakistan's anti-corruption agency arrested former Prime Minister Imran Khan at the nation's high court in a dramatic move that threatens fresh turmoil. Rachel Judah has more. Pakistan's anti-corruption agency arrested former Prime Minister Imran Khan at Islamabad's High Court on Tuesday, sparking violent clashes between protesters and police. Footage of his arrest shows paramilitary forces in riot control gear, leading a surrounded Khan into a black van. His arrest comes a day after the military issued a rare rebuke of the former Prime Minister for continuously accusing a senior military official of attempting to assassinate him. Shortly before his arrest, Khan posted the following video online. In it, he says he's prepared to go to jail, but he adds that there are no cases against him that would warrant an arrest. Khan's PTI party immediately called for mass protests. Hundreds of supporters blocked streets in Khan's hometown of Lahore, where police have been put on high alert. And in Karachi, police fired tear gas at demonstrators who were throwing stones. Footage shared by Khan's party also appeared to show one of his lawyers being treated for what appears to be a head injury he reportedly obtained during a police scuffle. The former prime minister was ousted from power in April 2022. Since then, he has been tirelessly campaigning for an early general election, despite having been wounded in November in a gun attack. But if convicted this time, Khan faces being barred from holding public office. Khan's arrest comes at a time when ordinary Pakistanis are reeling from the worst economic crisis in decades. A high inflation, anemic growth and a delayed international monetary fund bailout are already threatening turmoil in their own right. Nintendo says it sees a further slide in sales of its Switch console while enjoying box office success for its Super Mario movie. Fiona Jones reports. Nintendo is enjoying the box office success of the Super Mario Brothers movie. <laughs> Presenting the gaming firm's latest results on Tuesday, the company's president said that the movie had outperformed expectations. And on Friday, Nintendo is set to launch The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, one of the most widely anticipated games of the year. The Kyoto-based firm reported that orders for the game are progressing well. But there are warning signs at the Japanese company's core business. 
Nintendo said it sees a 17% slide in Switch console sales in the financial year to end March 2024. This would mark a third consecutive year of decline for the console, which has been on the market for seven years. The device has sold over 125 million units, but as interest slows, investor attention is now focused on a potential successor. Though one analyst told Reuters that the company's predictions made it clear no new device was likely this year. Nintendo said operating profit fell 15% year-on-year to around $3.73 billion in the year ended March. The company forecast profit will fall another 11% over the current financial year. Most prom goers ride in style, but this teen had quite the entrance. A U.S. student in Washington state showed up to his high school prom in a World War II army tank. He raised money via GoFundMe and TikTok for the $1,000 tank to honor his late father. Sherman has been planning the impressive entrance since February, and his mom gave him the tick of approval to complete this mission. She told local media Sherman devoted his time and energy to roll up in a tank when his dad passed away early. Earlier this year. You're up to date this hour. We have plenty more coming up. Don't go anywhere. You're watching Ticker News. You're watching Ticker News. More news is just minutes away.